Welcome to Set Apart for God, where we learn the Word of God and how to apply it to our everyday life. Our host, Bunolo Nevondo, is a faith teacher. She wants to teach you how to grow closer to God and live a spiritual life. Enjoy today's episode. Good day, beloved. Awesome. Another beautiful episode again. Today, I want to talk about what does God want from you? What does God want from me? What does God want from humanity? All right. Awesome. So let's just dive into it. The answer is simple. He wants nothing. Bunola, what did you say? God wants nothing from you. No, Bunola, I think you're confused. No, I'm not. God wants nothing from you. Why? Because he's God. (laughs) Because he's God. Everything that you have, God gave it to you. So there's nothing you can give him. What does God want you to do for him? Nothing. What, Bunola, what are you talking about? Bunola, what's wrong with you? No, God wants you to do nothing for him because he can do everything from for himself. You see, my beloveds, many of us think our relationship with God is about us doing things for God. It's about God relying on us. It's about God needing us. God being God, he's a creator. So God created angels. God created Um, The earth, the universe, water, light. We know the story in Genesis, right? God created that. Yes, God on earth created the sky, the water, the animals, the trees, humans, all creatures on land, in the sky, underwater, under the land, the, 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 the earth and all that. But that's not the first thing that God created. Before he created the physical, there was the spiritual. He created angels. He created um, just beings that we don't know. The different beings, the different types of angels, the cherubims, seraphims. Even the elders that we don't know about that are always throwing their crowns, glorifying God. So there was life before earth happened. Then God decided to add different type of creation. Not angels. Um, and also part of their his angels had decided to turn against him. That's where we got demons and the devil. So it's not that God created demons and the devil, but yes, he did. But he did not create their darkness. They chose to disobey God. So God created only what is good, right? God cannot create what is bad. But because God is not a dictator, he's not a bully, he's gonna not he's not gonna force you, he allows us to make our own choices. And that's what we see with Adam and Eve that they could have made a choice to obey God, but they didn't. And we see with Jesus that he could have disobeyed God, but he didn't. You see? And we are the same. So 
God didn't introduce evil. God didn't destroy the world. God didn't do that. God only makes good things. So when God created earth and he created man, the main reason was that he wanted to create beings like him, but that were not like angels. And he wanted to have fellowship with these beings. If you look in the beginning, God created earth with everything before he created man. Because he knew, he anticipated way before what a man would need. Then he created the man. So when God created us humans, he created us based on what he has already given us. Okay, they will need oxygen. So I've put oxygen there. They will need water. I've put water there. They will need food. I've already put food there. They will need uh, fresh air. So there's going to be wind, uh, wind from trees. Everything that we would need, God already put there. So it's not like we came last because we were an afterthought. We were not an afterthought. We were the original thought. That's why he created the earth for us. And when he created us, he wanted us to be his friend, to be his beings, to be his people and live forever and ever. When you read Genesis, you see that God wanted humans to live forever and ever and ever. God wanted humans not to be sick. That's why he gave us the tree of life. God wanted humans not to worry about clothes, shelter, cars. That's why they were born naked. <laughs> right? They, they were created naked. Uh, God didn't want us to suffer uh, from depression, anxiety, worry. That's why he made sure we only knew good. You see how amazing he is. So if you want to know why, who, when you have all these questions about God, read just first Genesis. It will tell you truly, truly the plans that God had for you. Please get an easy translation. Try reading NIV, try reading um, Amplified, try reading NLT. They are better, right? And there's even other ones that are easier. So try reading the easy Bibles that speak easy English so that it can be easy for you to understand exactly what you are reading. You don't need to buy a new Bible. Just download the version Bible app. It allows you to change to different translations. Now moving on. Because God has everything, he can make even things he doesn't have. That's exactly what he did with the earth. There was no earth, he created it by just thinking of it and speaking of it. So from his imagination. Now there's nothing that God expected from you. He just wanted a relationship with you. He wanted you to live forever and ever and ever and ever. That was the original plan of God. And you can see with Adam and Eve, did they have jobs? No. Did they need to worry about money, careers? No. They just needed to cultivate the land, take care of the land because they, ugh, they can just sit. Obviously, they will be unhealthy. They would just have to keep busy like being active and they had a relationship with God. They could speak to God anytime. He would come down and they would see him. So that's what God wanted originally. He wanted 
Adam and Eve to rely on him, being their provider, being their friend, being their protector, being their everything. That's why God created us, right? So, fast forward post-sin. Now we separated from God because of the sin. Now we cannot see him anymore. Now we need to work by our, live by our sweat. Why do we have to work for, live by our sweat? Because yes, sin happened, right? Now, even though that happened, God didn't want to punish us forever. Because he truly knew it was not our fault, even though we are disobedient. But the fallen angel, Lucifer, him and his sneakiness, mess things up for us and he wanted to fix things for us so if you read first genesis you will see there's nowhere genesis 1 you will see there's nowhere where adam and eve went to god and say god please forgive us please help us make the situation easy or right for us but god being god again let me say that again god being god huh god being god Bonala, what is god being god god being god means he is kind, he's loving, he's compassionate, he's um, merciful, he's just full of grace, he's good in all ways. There's nothing bad in him. He is just pure, he's just holy, he's just the best. He can only be the best, he cannot be anything else. The fact that you don't know that is because of your experiences, but that doesn't change the nature or the character of God. All right. So God immediately came up with a solution. I will send Jesus to come and fix this issue. This issue that he's coming to fix happened on earth. So this earth is already a problem. It's already contaminated. Even the bodies that were supposed to live forever, they're already contaminated. So what is he going to do? He's going to make sure that this world falls away, this body falls away, and he still gives us what he originally intended for us to live with him, for us not to be in pain, in suffering, feel all these bad emotions because those emotions, they don't come from God. God doesn't feel anxiety, depression, and, and fear and all those things. They are not from God. They came when our eyes were open. When the devil said, you will be like God, he was lying. So we became unlike God because everything that was pure in God, we were like that, but then... We were no longer like that, right? So he wants to take us back there. How is he going to do that when the end of the world happens? When we are judged and then we get to inherit the kingdom of God, we get to inherit the new earth. This new earth will not have anything that contaminated it. We will receive our new bodies. Nothing will be contaminated. Now, because of this whole drama that happened ne, with the Holy, um, the, 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 who's this, with Adam and Eve and with, uh, with the devil and all that, we need to finish this process. We need to finish what happened in Eden. That's why we are promised the new Eden. So, now where you are, for you to get to what God wants for you, because not for him, remember, for you. He gave it to you already, a long life without pain, without suffering in the land, in the world, in the 
uh, heavens or earth or whatever you want to call it in the kingdom that will not have pain and suffering, sickness and lack and poverty and anger and hate and depression and death and all these things. How do you get there? Remember these things, they're not for you. I mean, for God, it's for you. You need those things. What is he going to do? He wants to help you to get there. Is he going to say everyone must go there by default? No, he wants us to obey our way there. So what does God want from you? Obedience. From the beginning, God wanted obedience. Until the end, once he wants the same obedience. Obedience is not for God. Obedience is for you, right? So if you want something from what God has created, what he has promised, which was not like that in the beginning, really, but he put it as a condition that I'll give you everything. All you have to do is obey this one rule just because he's God, right? He's just God. So he gave one rule and he gave them everything, but they chose everything that he gave wasn't good enough. I would rather leave the 99.9% for the 0.01% thing that i'm not even sure of which god said it won't be good for you right so he wants us to rectify it but it's not us rectifying it jesus already rectified us uh, rectified it so god said his son will come and then his son will give you the opportunity to receive his original plan for us remember when he created this earth and our bodies and everything we didn't ask him he did it because he wanted to and he did all good so it's not like we negotiated with him and we asked him for things so it's just him being god who is a creator we are part of his creation like the animals like the the trees like uh the sun and all these things they are just there right because god created them god willed them to be there now you get into the promise of God, which was men will live forever. Men will live with God. Men will not suffer. Men will be just like God. That's the original, which God did give us, but we lost through disobedience. Not us directly, but we are also part of that because even today we are choosing to do what is wrong. What does God expect from us? But he doesn't want it from us. He doesn't need it from us. But he expects it. Why? Not for his benefit, but our benefit. So we can't really say, God wants this from me. He doesn't want it for you, from you. He wants it for you. It's not from you, but for you. So what does God want for you? He wants you to live with him. He wants you not to suffer. He wants you to have a peaceful life. How do you get there? He wants you to obey him. So... It's not that God wants you to obey him, but he wants obedience for you because of what you get from the obedience. And it's still you getting, my beloved. I hope you understand what I'm saying. You are not doing God a favor. You are, it's for you. It's for your own benefit. Even if God could wipe out all humanity, it's still okay. He can create the next creation right? He can, he lost one third of his angels. Do you see him mourning and miserable? No, he couldn't be bothered because he can do whatever he wants. Do you see? So we need to understand that God doesn't want anything from us. He wants things for us. 
He wants us to dwell with him because it's good for us. He wants us to live without pain because it's good for us. And he made us in his image. We are his beings. So he cares for us. So he don't he doesn't want us going through hardships because he he created us. I mean, he's got compassion. He's a good God. Do you look at someone suffering and you don't care? No. You care, right? You you are moved. You, your emotions tell you that this is not right and you feel sorry for this person. God is now a million times like you. You can choose not to care, but he can't not care, right? And I know people will be like, yeah, but God turns away from us. No, he doesn't. He's always there. We turn away from him when we choose to do what is not godly so we are choosing evil over good and god can't force you because he gave us free will he's not a bully so in this journey for you to get what god has planned for humanity and it's up to you it's a choice because jesus made sure you had the choice before we didn't have the choice so you can't say oh god didn't do it for me no he did that's why jesus came because you were supposed to die by default the eternal death but jesus made sure that wouldn't happen anymore so what are you expected to do for your own benefit seek god's righteousness and seek god's holiness why because he's like that why because that's how he originally created us why because if you are not like him you can't come near him if you do because he's so holy he's so pure you come near god you will die not because he wants to kill you just because of his holiness and his glory nothing bad can be near him physically right now we can spiritually because we are not close to him but physically if you come near god you will die not because he wants to kill you but it's just his holiness his glory that is just powerful like that right so we need to go live with god we can't live with god when we are not holy when we are not righteous go check again what is holiness and righteousness but righteousness is just doing what is right according to god not to you and holiness is understanding that you are just like the god god you are pure you are set apart you, you choose your life to be as god wants it to be not the world you are focused on the spirit and not the flesh and uh yeah right so you get in there what does god want for you to get what he promised what he made for men is for you to just be righteous and holy that's all god wants for you however it's a different walk it's easy to know it but it's not easy to walk it because growing up we are exposed to the world that is fallen the world says that says don't care for anyone hate people be angry be a victim god doesn't exist god is a lie cuz you don't see him God is so overrated. Do what is best for you, not do, do what is good in the eyes of God. You see, so there's a lot of societal issues that are obviously influenced by darkness, right? The thoughts that we get that are not for God's, they come from the enemy. So now in this time while you are on earth, all you have to do is do what is right in the eyes of God. It has nothing to do with your gender. It has nothing to do with your race. 
it has nothing to do with your financial status, your past, your parents, the country you were born with, uh, whatever. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the fact that you are made in the image of God. That's the only thing that matters. And the second thing that matters is that you be made in the image of God. He made sure his son died to give you another opportunity to live with God. So God doesn't want anything from us. He wants everything for us. What he has promised, not what the world has promised. So that's what we need to understand. However, we are so caught up on wanting things of the world. A lot of people are depressed and miserable and angry and they say, God doesn't care. But when you look at the things that they list, it has nothing to do with what God initially planned for us. It's, I want money. I want an education that's high. I want a life like this. I want my parents to live like this. I want siblings like this. I want to work like this. I want to dress like this. I want to eat like this. It's all physical. It's not spiritual. And the things of this world are just there to help us, but we shouldn't depend on them because the world is a fallen world. There's a chance the things that are here are going to lead us far from God. That's why people kill for money. That's why people get depressed because of money. That's why because why people get sick because of money. That's why people are depressed because of money. And I, I know you might say, but Bonola, it's not always about money. It is about money. Because when you don't have a job, it's about money. When you don't have food, it's about money. When you are not healthy, it's about money. When you are not feeling good, you it's somewhere about money. You know, it's about money. But I want to make it simple and say it's about the things that are physical. Physical things. I can't get this. I don't have this. I don't own this. Someone has this and whatever. It's not common that we compare spiritual things, which we shouldn't compare, but it's not common. We compare, oh, look at that one children goes to the school. Oh, look at that one drives this car. Oh, look, that one has this job, how much they earn, where they live. We compare such things. We don't care about what God says, but all he wants for us is the things of his kingdom. That's why God says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all will be added. Unfortunately, we want the last part. We don't want the kingdom of God because we don't want to live a holy life, a righteous life, a pure life, a sinless life where we don't intentionally sin. And again, it says, seek his righteousness. Jesus has already given us his righteousness we just need to seek more of god's righteousness we don't want to do that because we have excuses for doing wrong i feel this way so i'm gonna do this i want this so i'm gonna do it despite of god god says we don't care i usually tell people that it's so sad that we make sin a disability we act like we are victims of sin but we are not especially when you are in christ because Jesus took away that sin that was going to oppress you and control you because he destroyed the work of the devil. So sin is a decision. It's a choice. Just like you know drugs are bad and if you go take them, oh well, you made that choice. Yes, I know that people who have the unfortunate circumstances of being drugged and human trafficking and all that. But in the end, when you know you've got an addiction problem, 
even if you didn't really choose it but in the end we do choose things but even if you did without me being insensitive even if you didn't choose it you have a choice to say i want to get better right you can be born in a family that is abusive and your mind can be programmed to think abuse is okay but at some point you will see that it's not if you continue abusing other people because you were abused you are not a victim yes you were a victim of what was done to you but you are not a victim because of what you are doing to others you are the one that's doing it those people are victims the cycle goes on and we can always blame whoever but we need to understand that ultimately it's not about people ultimately it's not about this world it's about the eternal reward it's about us going back to the original plan of god and it's an option no one is going to force you you just need to obey <laughs> it's so easy right but we love sin so much in the beginning adam and eve sinned because they did not obey and then jesus saved the world because he obeyed which one are you and what are you going to choose god cannot choose for you i hope you understand my beloveds i bless you all in jesus name amen Thank you for listening. Remember Bonolo is also a spiritual life coach. To book your session, follow the link in the description.